0: This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Uh, Lynn Bramer passed away, who's a, a uh, Chicago radio icon, and both of us had met him mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. He'd come to a couple of our book signings, and uh, uh, I interviewed him for Illinois Entertainer. and Dave, Dave you ran into him once, remember? Yeah, I
1: think it was the last time that I saw him. In person um it was at a book signing it wasn't one of our books it was for David Berner's book I think it was okay and I had my daughter Julia with me so we're talking and then I introduced him to Julia and then he immediately starts singing Julia the it's is that a Lennon song is that a Beatles is it a Lennon or Beatles no it's Beatles from the White Album and then and then he told a funny little story written by John right uh yeah and then he told a little story about the song Julia. And then Julia was kind of and she's like, Oh, that's her. And my mom's name is Michelle. And then of course per- Julia's a born DJ. Total segue. And then he started to sing up and then he started to sing Michelle to to Julia and told a little story about the origin of of the song. And I just remember being at that point I mean, obviously I did not know that was gonna be the last time I saw him and it's probably before COVID, I would imagine. Right. Uh, right. Um but I remember thinking that day, like, there's no nicer human being. On Earth. I know. I mean, he was just really was. He a sent great me guy. a uh,
0: a, t- a tweet, you know, like a direct message mm-hmm. on Twitter, telling me how much he loved every cub ever mm-hmm. and asking me if he could blurb it. <laughs> oh
1: <my God. laughs> wow, is that the first time anybody's ever? That asked is the you first time
0: you? that anyone has ever asked me for that. But I, he was just a. It was just a a a, a wonderful guy and uh in addition to being a great disc jockey oh my God, and a great writer yeah. and over the years I've been trying to talk Get him, him into to write a book, yeah because yeah, he writes these lind bins right. Lyn's bin, um and he just he didn't want to do it yeah. um, or he thought we were too small time for him, which is possible but uh, he didn't want to do it with us and it never happened and you know I, I actually was tweeting with somebody that is well acquainted with him who was lamenting that the book never came out, yeah. and I said, "You know, if you want, you know, we're st- if if the family wants to do it, you know, we can still do it, and we would donate the proceeds to whatever charity that the family
1: wants." But well, anyway. good vibes to the family, yes. and uh, he really was your best friend. Yeah, right. and that's what and, their, and that's what he that's, that's, that's that what was he his
0: tagline. Hands. All right, well, we have a show to do because uh, it's time for Minutia Men
1: the following is a Tony Lasano Podcast. An
0: OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man
1: with Rick and Dave. Rick, I've seen you three days out of the last four. I know. We're gonna I have know. to put the kibosh on
0: this. <laughs> all right? By the way, I owe you uh, I owe you ten bucks. Uh I I don't know if you remember this but when I dropped you off on Saturday night yeah. uh I borrowed 10 bucks from you so I could get some McDonald's on the <laughs> yeah. way home So cause... what did you, so tell, yeah
1: so yeah we get, we get uh out of the the ceremony we had a yeah. book over, one of our books Chili Dog MVP by David Fletcher and John Owens wonderful book Yes okay, 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 was present. recognized uh yeah as a book of the yeah uh and then afterwards we had a few drinks afterwards yeah. uh talking about very literary things afterwards. Oh, we're always Uh, literary. We talked about Faust and uh, (laughs) Thomas Mann. And, oh, my God, had these wonderful conversations about Shakespeare. And Ulysses by James Joyce. And me and you got into that Tolstoy debate that was just riveting, and everybody just loved hearing it. Um, But then afterwards, Rick, who graciously um, drove me home, Probably for the fifteen minutes before you dropped me off yeah. was talking about McDonald's. Yes, just like yes, oh. yeah.
0: I don't get out much, Dave, and when I do get out, uh, and it's it's nighttime, and
1: and you've um, had a few McDonald's.
0: Uh, is your I just uh, you crave it, right? Uh,
1: I I just do. <laughs> I, so it's it, wrong. I know it's bad for me. You're, you mean your gout. Your gout doctor isn't telling you to, to I, uh, down a Big Mac or two.
0: Well, yeah. actually, you know, I was going to be smart. I asked for a fillet of fish <laughs> uh, because that's <laughs> uh, health right. food. Yeah. But they don't make them anymore at after midnight. Apparently. Oh, really? So then, I, during
1: Lent, or I know it's not during.
0: Well, Lent. Uh, so I didn't get the fillet of fish. I got the uh, double cheeseburger, yeah. Yeah. and I got the uh, the McChicken.
1: Oh, you had two? You double fisted? Yeah. it? But no, no fries. Yeah, because that's that would that would be, add, that would be uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Coke else. too? No. There's something about McDonald's Coke. Yeah. With that, I, the laced with heroin or whatever yeah. it is with it. It's yeah. just, so. Well, it's good. Cause I was going to say, you look a little, uh, fatter. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, a little, yeah. a little, um, chunky it, Inflamed. <laughs> I was going to use the word inflamed, but <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, y- congratulations again to our authors. Yes. Regan Fletcher and John Owens, who won book of the year or honorable mention for book of the year. And, um, Yeah, happy to help. Yes. So we got a big show, Rick. All right. Better get cooking, huh? Let's do it. Let's cook. Uh, Rick, this comes from our international desk. All right. Okay. Japan government spokesman scolded by mom for having hands in pockets during press conference. (laughs) (laughs) Japan's Deputy Chief Cabinet Secretary, <laughs> Saije Kahara, revealed on, in a January 17th YouTube appearance that he had been scolded by his mother yeah. and apologized after social media cri- criticism for having had his hands in his pockets while Prime Minister Kishida was speaking to reporters in Washington. God, this sounds so familiar. Uh, right, right. I this did not know so I had a half-brother. <laughs> uh, evidently, um, Kahara revealed on... Um, on YouTube that his mother had told him on the phone that she had seen the press conference and his behavior disgraced his parents. <laughs> and she told him to sew up his pockets. <laughs> You're a disgrace to the family name. <laughs> yes. uh, and, you know, we've had countless celebrities on our show. Yeah. right? And I, there always appears to be a consistent theme that no matter how famous you get or how yeah. important you are, your family just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, they don't. Period. <laughs> End of story. You know, no matter, you know, I think uh, we had Kurt Elling on. And yeah. he said the first thing that when he walks in the door, it's clean the litter, you know, clean the litter box. Yeah. You know, we had, uh, yeah, I think Mark Cuban talking about, you know, I was
0: You know, kids. my mom, uh, I remember the first time I was on TV, I did a, uh, a stint on Chicago Tonight. Mm. They had me on and interviewed me. And it was when the Chicago rate, Tonight's kind of
1: a it's big a big deal, deal in it's Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're
0: not from Chicago, it's like it's the PBS yeah. uh, nightly but... news, basically. And uh, and my mom, you know, I called her up afterwards. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, hey, what'd you think? She goes,
1: "You're very slouchy." Yeah. <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks so much, mom. Oh, I know. Um, but so I found some stories about some celebrities. Similar stories to Coach okay. Then I got a couple One, ones. All right. Uh, guess what Jimmy Stewart's mom said to him after an awards dinner honoring him for his work in the Philadelphia story. He brought his mom yeah. to this award. It wasn't Academy Awards. It was just like some, you know, whatever. Right. Writer's Award. Takes his mom to this award. That, guess what she said first thing out of her mouth? What? The salmon was dry. <laughs> <laughs> In an interview with Sport Magazine in that nineteen, keeps you. it keeps you fighting for more. <laughs> in an interview with Sport Magazine in nineteen eighty five, Carl Lewis, you know who Carlos Lewis, sure, Carl Lewis is, says his his mother would routinely ask him to explain how a four time track and field gold medalist is always late. <laughs> <laughs> you can run around the track, but you can't. But you're always twenty minutes late to pick me up. Uh, and. Um, Maybe my favorite, uh, 42nd President Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had his mom at the yeah. inauguration. Yeah. Uh, after the inauguration, he said, she says to him, would it have killed you to get a haircut? Wow. Yeah. And if, and I looked at the, it is a little shaggy. Yeah, a little shaggy. It's, it's a little shaggy. Yeah. So. <laughs> it from, was the 90s. You know, so all of you celebrities out there or people that want to be celebrities, don't do it to get your family to think of you any more than no, who you cause are. Because they won't. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah.
0: Um, actually, I have something that kind of ties into that. There's a, a woman named Laura Ramosa mm-hmm. on Instagram, and she is uh, she has a German mother. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? Ramosa, okay. Ramoso. Okay, I don't know. Maybe she does not have a a German father. Right. It doesn't sound like a German name, but she does a perfect impression of a German mm-hmm. mother, and this is for our, our female audience. Because this is a German mother and a German daughter, okay, at a changing room in a in a in going a d- shopping in a
1: department store oh in a department God. store uh, changing room
0: going okay. shopping okay. together. Okay, all right, and this is her impersonation of what that sounds okay. like. Here we go.
2: Oh, What? What? Nobody is looking. Are you looking? See, nobody is. Don't you already have this? The proportions are not working for you. Synthetic. You like it? How is that possible? <laughs> Try this one, grab it. Give me your tampons. This is smart. Come out, I cannot see anything. Can you do a squat? Lift your arm. Try lying down. Try rolling on the ground. Come, let me feel the waist, now Is there space? Is there space? Okay, take off the shirt. Nobody is looking at you. That is a blouse for girls with bigger breasts. The breasts are not big enough for this shirt. I'm always saying something wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's good to hear. You are going to wear this. Where? Your imagination. <laughs> you want sport leggings? You are doing sport? That's breaking news. Let's call CNN. <laughs> this is like something too girly girly. Cropped style. <sighs> Laura, you are making a joke. I'm laughing. Haha. <laughs> You're hungry, i Oh no. Yes. this is classic, Laura. Oh, this is classic. No, this is classic. <laughs> oh, oh, that looks great. How old is she? Oh, you are the same age. Why don't you talk? Oh, Come talk to Come talk to her now. Come talk. So let me see. Oh, what? Oh, what? What? Nobody is looking.
1: Are you looking? Nobody. <laughs> you, know, I, the, you know, the part that I love most is when, whenever my mom would be, with, and I'd be with somebody, or I would be with her, and then somebody my age was around. Yeah. And, and do you know him? Yeah. Oh, oh she did that yeah, to yeah, me you who's, too. Yeah, you this is David. <laughs> oh, you guys couldn't be friends. yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom did
0: that too, all the time, all the time. Uh, yeah, you should come over and play sometime. <laughs> yeah, right. like, mom, I'm no, 17. I, 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 I've never met this kid. Right. I don't talk to people I don't
1: know. Um, you should know that about me. And I don't know if you had this experience with your mom. My mom would always take me. So, well, my dad would take me clothes shopping, yeah. and he would always we would always go to the crappiest. We we call them schlock shops. Yeah, you know where it's like this. There's, it's not a Department, so it's like just a place with boxes, yes. you know. And it, well, you know, if I pay $75, but we can get you to go for 12 years, you know, like, well, mom, well, dad, that has insulation, yeah. you know. But, anyways, so that was my dad. But with my mom, you know, she was, and especially when you would buy pants, oh my god, she would always call them slacks, yeah. no matter what they yeah. were. But she would, especially when I was little, she would, you know, she would like be a tailor and yeah. touch. My body, yeah. like, I assume she knew that I had different anatomy than her, yeah, but she yeah. had no problem. Yeah, and didn't care. Just grabbing my crotch and going, oh, how does that feel? Yeah. <laughs> is it loose? Yeah. Or? Like, yeah. You know. It would help if you had more there, you <laughs> know, to
0: fill <feel laughs> it out. You <laughs> know, my mom is famous yeah. for being the most annoying person to shop with yeah. because she loves to shop. But she hates to buy. Oh, so so she will go. go, Oh my god! (laughs) Like sometimes she'll go as far as bringing it up to the register, and then and then saying, "Mm, "You know what? No." And if, when she's buying clothes for you, especially when when I was a kid, yeah. uh, she'd say, you know, what do you think of this? And I'd say, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Let's I go. Know. I know. Like, no, no, we can do better. Yeah. Or we go to another. Uh, no, what do you think? Of, what do you think of this? Uh, yeah. Like,
1: uh, it's perfect, mom. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's a bad color for you. Yeah. Like,
0: why are you showing it to me? <laughs> I know. I know.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> it was like uh, kind of uh, similar to when, do you remember when you were registering for your wedding? Yeah. and you were with Bridget and you would go to what this is. Not, do they even do that anymore? You're still uh, scarred by the whole
0: thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I there, that happened to you 30 years ago <laughs> and you're still scarred well, by this. Well,
1: and you know, Michelle would go, what do you think of this pattern? I'm like, that's great. Whatever. And then, well, what do you like about it?
3: I don't know. I care.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> it's no different than the other one. All right. I just, I want to go.
0: <laughs> the, the, we had a moment in our marriage. Uh, I'd say about 25 years ago where, Bridget looked at me and said, you, you don't really, care about you it. really don't care, do you? Yeah, yeah. I said, no. I mean, you seriously don't yeah, care. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now I know that. I'm not going
1: to bother asking you. I said, fine. That's good. But how many now times, we're on the same page. How many times did you say you don't care up to those a hundred thousand times. I know. And it, that, that's, finally,
0: she had the aha moment. Because they they don't understand that there are people that don't care. Because yeah, they
1: right. care about everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah. And we care about, about absolutely nothing. nothing. Right. So, you would think it's perfect for them. Yeah. Well, I think the code has been cracked. Yeah. It <laughs> it has right, definitely. <laughs> uh, hey, we've got a review here. Very okay. nice. Lay From Plyamber65. Oh. Apple. This is a great podcast to binge a few episodes at a time. Quirky news stories, fun hosts, and great guests.
0: Okay. So please uh, review. Yeah, us. absolutely. Uh, if you uh, if you like us, you can rate us. You can review us. You can follow us. If you like minutiaman, you can check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. and pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com, mm-hmm. for instance. And opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows. Ah, uh, Dave. We uh, we do a regular feature on this show, and we call it.
1: Okay, this is when Rick does this. He has he's searching for the jingle There's on his no desktop.
0: There's no need to to crack the code. Let's just play. <laughs> I it. think
1: it's called Studio Walls. Thank you.
0: Uh,
1: Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick
0: and D's. So now this uh, this is the f- feature on our show where we share some of the highlights from previous shows or things that we've done mm-hmm. together over the years that so Dave and I have been writing together for 40 years. Yeah. And we occasionally can play some of these back for you. And this week is the uh, anniversary of Ernest Borgnine's birthday. Oh, Now, have we had Ernest Borgnine on the <laughs> no. show? No, we have not. But we have had did on... died. you remember? Uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had Jeff Krulik on the mm-hmm. show. And Jeff Krulik is a filmmaker who did a show called Borg nine on the bus. And it was one of the things that we talked to Jeff about. There were several other great uh, films that he's done, but this one kind of caught our eye and uh, let's just play the segment about that. Exactly.
1: They right. it, uh, yeah. uh, t- right. Tell us about Ernest Borgnine on the bus.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, say, that was, see that, that's one of the ones that I showed at uh, cuff, you know, I've showed it there and it was a, uh, uh this was i this is from my discovery channel period where I was um had a very c- good friend we both were there coming up with ideas for documentaries or television in particular uh documentaries that that we wanted to watch and what and we that we and we kind of kept hatching these crazy ideas and one and we both loved kind of you know, the cult of celebrity or grade B and my, mo- you know, hey, below do not celebrity. denigrate
1: an Ernest Borgnine in our presence, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm not,
3: I'm a gigantic, don't get me wrong. I mean, I just know I, w- I wouldn't Oscar have
1: winner.
0: To, Oscar I wouldn't, winner, Oscar
3: winner. Yeah, whoever was high on the, uh, uh, the A-list, if, if you will, would not be as right. accessible. Oh, of course. How, how, however, Ernest Borgnine was in near retirement at this time, but more more specifically, he was a, you know, he was traveling with, we knew from our, the kind of stuff that came uh, into our, you know, uh, our you know, our radar screen was just things that. Oh, Ernest Borgnine had a bus and he drives around like a like a retiree, like yes. a, a souped up RV, and just one thing led to another, and it was just almost like a dare. This was <laughs> Brendan Conway, the guy. You know, Brendan and I worked together, and it was like I dare you to call his agent, and it was simple as that. And I took it, and we just kind of it's just from there it was just getting to the agent of course using the name discovery channel liberally Sure. we yeah but we 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 got on we got we were able to secure a meeting in new york we pitched him. we even made up these t-shirts professionally silkscreen saying ernest borgnine on tour which is what the original name was supposed to be okay but and it was supposed to be a series we wanted to do a series because you know but this was Years before reality TV yeah, yeah, right. became a thing, and this is really what we wanted to do. And, and he thought it was great. I mean, he and but by the time we were able to pull things together, you know, Hollywood was rediscovering him because he was going to be the doorman on the TV show, the single guy, and uh, uh, yeah. so he had less time. Yeah, yeah. He had less time to do it, but we were able to still get enough footage from a uh, because again I couldn't sell the idea. Nobody understood what the hell I was talking about. So so okay. I had to we, we we ponied up money. Is that we heavy said, metal okay. guy calling us again? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Put they, him on hold. They, I'm not talking they, to the heavy metal guy. Yeah. He just nobody understood. What well, Ernest Borgnine's gonna drive a bus and you're gonna follow him. Just, so we thought, well we gotta get we gotta get something in the can. We just gotta get a, t- a demo reel. And that when we did that it was Mill. He he he. Every year he was the clown, lead clown in the Milwaukee Circus Day Parade. Of course, this was a of this course. was his Duh. his this was something he did every year for fun. <laughs> and he, you know, his wife was participating and and we just we really lucked out because we we just said, okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna zero in. We spent a week with him. He couldn't have been more gracious and spirited about it. But he also had his son Chris. Along, Chris Borgnine, who we didn't know, and meeting him, he was totally, you know, our around our age, and really just got it too. So there had, so we just lucked into that, yeah, and yeah. and and it was just from getting enough footage for the demo and the idea to just we're going to tape everything. We couldn't do our series because he went off to you know really work in Hollywood again right. regularly. Um, he we had enough for a. Documentary, which became Ernest Borgnine on the bus.
1: There it is. How could if I was a studio executive, I would assign them to a nine, oh, a nine I know. picture deal. I yeah. just I just like the way that guy thinks. Yeah.
0: That's Jeff Krulik. If you want to listen to the entire episode, you can find us by the way everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Amazon Music and wherever you get your podcast including the radio misfits podcast network this would be Minutia man celebrity interview episode 40 okay and there's a whole nother thing about clowns in there there's a thing about heavy metal uh fans that is
1: hysterical his his big hit was heavy metal parking lot right which is got like it's genius 300 million hits or or views. it's genius it's absolutely great all right hey rick this story comes from our science desk okay oh do you got a jingle Oh, is this the one you asked uh, for? Rick, flop out the jingle. Oh, okay. Penises, penises, penises
2: in the news. Rick and
1: Keith. All right. New study says men with small penises desire fast cars. <laughs> That's. Uh, I'd like to point duh. out. I'd like to point out that I drive a minivan. Yeah, uh, and, and you I, drive a. I drive a twenty fifteen Toyota Corolla,
0: <laughs> and a and a, tw- a two thousand two Honda Odyssey, <laughs> yeah, okay. and a nineteen ninety five Oldsmobile
1: Cutlass Supreme. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this week, the University <laughs> College of London released the study entitled "Small Penises and Fast Cars: Evidence for a Psychological Link." Yeah, in which researchers told subjects that the average penis size was seven inches and other subjects, a different group, you know how they do studies, that the average was four inches. Right. Okay. By the way, do you know what the average is? No. It's five inches. Okay. I was Uh, was hoping four was right. (laughs) The test subjects then used a slider to determine how much they wanted fast cars, according Mm -hmm. to the study. The subjects were also presented with other luxury goods and statistics to conceal the true nature of the study in the 30 and older group evidently from 29 under it didn't seem to matter but for the 30 and older group men who thought they had a relatively small penises significantly rated the sports cars higher whereas, interesting as whereas the ones that figured that they, they didn't you know need it and they said into even into old age i don't know what they're considering old age is i didn't read the end yeah. because i didn't want to know um and again, and like who's a, got the time to read an entire article? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We're doing the show like every week. Right, right? I mean, come uh, on. So as, as they concluded that the people that are more well endowed are not are less interested in sports or in sports cars. Now, I did a little research on penis size. Okay. Uh, and by the way, now uh, penis size and uh, facts and figures are con- ensconced in my search history. Right you great. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I suspect I'm going to start getting a lot of yeah. uh, digital ad. Um, but I did a little research on penis size around the world. Um, you and I could be huge porn stars in North Korea. Oh, really? I'm just going to say that right Yeah. Now. That wouldn't be the case in the Republic of Congo. Oh, yeah. So okay. we uh, we really need wow. to hone our skills. Okay. I believe to the Asian countries, okay. but especially Korea. <laughs>
0: It sounds racist, <laughs> but it's not. It's science.
1: That's isn't that a great t-shirt?
2: Yeah. It sounds racist, but it's science.
0: Oh my god. Uh is that is that the end of your penis report? Yeah. Okay, yeah. then. Yeah. Penises.
1: Penises.
2: Penis- Penises penis- in, penis- in the news. Rick and
1: Dave. So, thank you for that penis report. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard to find more. Oh, but
0: all right. So, um I don't know if you know this but the this year this week is the uh the Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year, the Chinese zodiac system assigns animals, uh, right? Yeah, right. animals. Yeah. Yeah. And this is uh the year of the rabbit, which, which is, is ours. It's ours, right? right. Uh, uh people born under this sign, 2011, 1999, 1987, when we were born. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so none of my kids, uh, 1975, 1963, that's mm-hmm. us, and 1951, those are all, mm-hmm. you know, Year of the Rabbit. And um, I've discovered a few things about uh, rabbit. The, the rabbit, uh, according to the Chinese Zodiac. Um, they have, they are considered to be quick-witted and empathetic, duh, right? They have good reasoning skills, enjoy being contemplative, that's us, mm-hmm. I think, Often I make do wordle. they 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 are often scholarly, according to this. I do wordle. You're you're a professor. I oh, am yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They can be discreet in moving steadily towards their goal, meaning not Slow. very <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This is all sounding very very familiar, and uh, because they're so careful, they are less trusting than most uh, other people. So I th- uh, all of those pretty much pretty much. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Then that got me into down a rabbit hole. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, and now I have a quiz for you ab- right. about rabbits. Okay, would you like to take this
1: men quiz? I jingle? just
0: realized that I needed that. Um, I do not, okay. but I appreciate you asking <laughs> okay. um, because you never ask a question you don't know the answer to. Uh, but no, I don't uh, have okay. it anyway. All right, a female rabbit, mm-hmm. dope, is co- is. Is that's what that's one of the options? Okay. Is it a doe, a bitch, a you, or a hen? Doe, no. that's right. How did you know that? Because I read Watership Down. Oh, okay.
1: Well, how about this one? Uh, so I am scholarly in it.
0: You know. are Jessica Rabbit. Sure. From the famous mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was voiced by. I'll give you four choices: mm-hmm. Madonna, mm-hmm. Susan Sarandon, mm-hmm. Kathleen Turner, Bette Midler, Kathleen Turner. You're doing very well Mm -hmm. here. All right. Here's a true false. Mm. Rabbits perform an athletic leap known as a binky when they're happy performing twists and kicks in midair. It's a binky. True. It is true. (laughs) True or false. Bugs Bunny's favorite food. The carrot is the best food for rabbits because it grows underground. Rabbits live
1: underground. Well, they live in the underground, and they're called warrens. By yeah, the way, I don't right? Know if that's a question. Wow, right. listen to you! Um, you are for the year of the rabbit. Um, true, false. I don't know. I think
0: I'm due for a false. That is correct. <laughs> in fact, carrots aren't a natural part of the rabbit's diet, and can, can give bunnies an upset stomach if they Aww. eat too many. Hmm. Uh, all right, two more. All right, true or false? Yeah. Rabbits can have up to 168 babies a year. 168, I'll say true. It is true. They can have up to 14 a month, and that's what they call it, doing it like rabbits. So rabbits are the stupidest animals alive. Yes, they are. Uh, And then the final one, men born in the year of the rabbit are traditionally more virile and (laughs) well-endowed than the other. Absolutely (laughs) without question true. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) How did you get that one right? Uh, So that's it. Year of the rabbit. Uh, Just a little bit of minutiae because the show is called Uh, Minutia Men, but we still have time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we share celebrity stories with you. And, you know, we talked about it at the top of the show, Lynn Bramer yeah. passed away this week. And one of our books at Eckhart's Press, uh, he is featured. In mm-hmm. fact, there's a whole chapter about Lynn. It's my favorite chapter of I think book. it's mine too it's it's in a book called cub sessions and I'm just gonna read a little bit of it mm-hmm. and give you a feel of what Lynn was like <clears throat> uh, the roller coaster ride that was the 2016 postseason nearly destroyed him in an emotional sense when it came to game seven of the World Series, Bramer was at a watch party with his wife and son and his closest friends, including Norm Weiner, who was the program director, Mm -hmm. XRT colleagues Wendy Rice and Marty Lennitz. He calls them his Chicago Cubs family. As Bramer emphasized, there were no casual fans there. When Rajai Davis belted the game-tying two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth, it was actually the ninth, I think. Mm. I think we fixed that. This is from the draft. Bramer said, there was a darkness that settled over the room.
1: That may have been the, ha- the happiest I was As, in that, I as
0: Bramer explained, we were all together in the failures of 2007 and 2008 and 99, 1998 and 1989. And they're, of course, very much present in the summer of 84 and 69. All that accumulated horror came to rest over us like a cloud. Some people walked downstairs to be alone in rooms. <laughs> Some people just sat there with their heads in their hands. I don't know if any of us... We're going to be able to pull out of that feeling. Then it started to rain. Bramer had to be on the air first thing in the morning, expecting a long rain delay. I stood up and said, I love you all, but I've got to go home. He drove home alone, leaving his family behind. And so sitting alone in the same room where he'd watched Cubs games for the last quarter century, he watched the Cubs come back after the rain delay to pull it out and win their first championship since 1908. When they won... I leaped up, arms in the air, shouting like I was in a crowded bar, he said. Then I look around me and I realized, who are you doing that for? You're all by yourself. <laughs> and after all the inevitable celebratory phone calls and texts, Bramer took a moment of private celebration. I thought to myself, I should have a big tumbler of my best bourbon on the rocks or maybe tequila. I'm going back and forth and I thought, no, 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 that's all wrong. You feel like an eight-year-old mm. right now. What you need is a root beer float. Yeah. So I watched the post game, sitting in my comfy chair with a big smile on my face,
1: spooning a root beer float into my mouth. Ah, that is. That's wonderful. Lynn Brim. Yeah. You know, I'm happy that the Cub won, won the World Series for people like him. Not for you. Yeah, yeah no, I know that. And, uh, yeah, I But know that. for people like him, right. I'm okay with it. Right.
0: Because yeah. he's better than me. <laughs> he's, he's nicer all him. around. Yeah. and yeah. Better human. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't think he was born in the year of the rabbit. No. No, Apparently. well, we know
1: he wasn't. He was born in 50. 51. Or no, 54. 54. Was 54? Nope. It no, it was not. 55 was the year of the rabbit. Uh,
0: no, it was 51. Oh, it was the okay. year of the rabbit. No. All right. So uh, we have uh, another guest this week. So we have another show called The Minutium Celebrity Interview, which we highly recommend. Because This week we are talking to maybe uh, one of the most well-known wrestlers mm-hmm. in history.
1: Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. Um in this 80 or in the 80s and the 90s he was huge. Huge, absolutely. Um he was Jake the Snake so he had a it was not a prop. It was a <laughs> no, real it was a real a, snake, real snake with real venom. Uh but he was absolutely huge and he was in the WWE. Yep. Um sadly he had some his upbringing wasn't all that yes very nice you know, uh, yeah had a pretty evil father uh, but he's come to on the other side I don't want to give away too much right. but he um, we had a great talk with him uh, about his career and what he's doing now and uh, and I good, think uh, the
0: best part of the interview is when we to discuss snakes yeah he because loves you're gonna to to find it. out <laughs> yeah. a lot about <laughs> snakes and yes. he was not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, that's uh, that's it for this week's show. Mm-hmm. We got a special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana, with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Nushaman. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you.
3: This has been a presentation of Opie Productions.
2: Tony, can you shut up?